you are now locked in and listening to The Issue. This guy is a franchise quarterback, and no, I don't want to hear any pushback on that. It, it feels like a top 10 roster to me. It feels like it can win a championship. This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is The Issue. It is Thursday, November 24th. Happy Thanksgiving. We are back. It has been two weeks since we put out an episode. Um, so we are yeah, that's, indeed that's back my bad. finally. That's my bad. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, in the middle of football season. I mean, that that's tough. That's tough. I, we I apologize. didn't plan the date, all right? Okay. <laughs> no. And it, we weren't supposed to have two weeks off. It was originally just supposed to be one. We were going to let you know about it uh, the first week that we missed. But then, you know, due to flights, weather stuff, you had to go a little bit early. Which uh, sucked, by the way. It was working till late. I, I think I got off at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. Found out around 9 that I was, you know, flying out the next morning at 6. Right. So, not ideal, but... Uh, uh, if you were able... Um, feels good to, to be back, though. ...to see the TikToks, uh, stay up to date on YouTube, we did, um, you know, keep our picks up to date. Uh, I won one of the weeks, you won one of the weeks. I, it's 7 and 4 now, you're up. You're still up three games, but I gained one uh, on the time off. I will be... I'll be getting another one this week. I feel really good about my picks. Yeah. Obviously, for the games so we got all starting the here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Started, yeah, we got the game starting here pretty soon, and then, you know, obviously the night games, there's three today, and yeah. then obviously this, this Sunday, uh, games as well. So Only feel, seven games in the one o'clock picks. window on Sunday, so there will be no Octobox on Red Zone. I am heartbroken about it. That's tough. Um, but this show... A quad we, Box, there'll be a couple good Quad Boxes, though, I'd imagine. It's nothing like the Octobox. No, though. nothing's like the Octobox. Um, I mean, it's not... It won't be the same witching hour. I get it. It's no. okay, though. Uh, and then we for this show, though, we have your rant on the Steelers to start off. Um, and then we will have hits and misses to close out the first segment. In the second segment, we will have all of the Week 11 review from the big games, big stories. And then we will have our top 10 teams in the NFL going into Week 12. Um, so being able to take a little bit more of the season into account will be good. And then uh, in the third segment, we will predict everything for Week 12 and uh, Week 12 bets on a budget to finish it off. Yeah, it feels good to be back. Um, I mean, it sucks that it's super cold because, you know, I came from Mexico and now it's now it's really, really cold, right? But so I'm, watch- I'm watching the game on Sunday. Um, and I was about this close to giving up on Kenny Pickett, like so close. I'm like, oh, he's not that accurate. His arm's not that big and he's not really moving as good as I thought he would. Um but then I took a breath, right, and I realized that there's still so much time, first of all. And then I also realized, I looked at a stat, he's like top five in the league right now against the Blitz. He's completing like 68% of his throws. Against the Blitz, I think it's even higher. I think it's like 72. Um, so so there's, some, there's some special there. Like, that, that's a Mahomes stat. Like, I'm not talking he's Mahomes, but like, that's kind of a Mahomes stat, right? The good ones are really good against the Blitz. So that's good to see. I also realized that he, he might be dealing with the biggest bozo I've ever seen in the entire world of football. And I, it, like, makes me sick to even utter his name, Matt Canada. Like, it, I just, I, like, cringe. And it, it's because there's almost, there's no, first of all, there's no rhythm. There's no, there's no common sense to the Steelers' offense. That's what, that's what bugs me, right? Steelers come out with a great first half. They put up 20 in the first half. Right, so just... People are like, oh, 20. Like, Mahomes can put up 20 in, like, five minutes, right? Put into perspective for this Steelers team. That's more than or equal to the full game totals for eight of the nine first games of the season. Oh, and by the one, uh, the, you know, by the way, the one that 
they went above Pony. They they got 23 points. Oh, hey, hey, look out. Right, look out. In one half, they got what we've gotten the entire game, eight of the nine first weeks. So how does Matt Canada respond, right? Going to half, we're feeling great. Best half of the year, best damn near game of the year, and it's only halfway done, right? How do we respond? By doing the exact opposite thing that worked. Najee was running fantastic off left tackle. You know the the play where he actually hurtled into the end zone? Just a normal off tackle play to the left. Second half, they came out, they were like, hmm, you know, let's run an inside zone. Let's run an inside zone. Right, they're running really good out of 11 personnel, one tight end, one back. Running really good out of that in the first half. No, you know, we're going to go to 12 and 10 personnel for most of the second half. Hmm, makes sense. Did not work a lick. Shocker. Right, Kenny Pickett, 14 for 19, first half. 141, a tutty. Which only had like two of, the, you know, the, the previous, whatever, five, six games. Second half, 5 for 16, 47 yards, no touchdowns. So I'll give Canada a little bit of credit saying, you know, the initial game plan, pretty decent. But anybody that can just go in a film room, watch a bunch of film, has been around football for more than like a year, can make a good 15 to 20 plays. That That's very possible. Can, have a, can scheme a really good first quarter to a first half. Almost every coach in the league can do that, all the way down from assistant water boy coach all the way up to head coach like all of them if you just give them enough time and some film but where the actual coaching comes in where you have to make halftime adjustments where you have to show a little bit of ad lib show a little bit of special right we always talk about quarterbacks like ad libbing how about a, how about a coordinator can we can we get off script a little bit can we can we make things work can we dice it up a little bit right for example Andy Reid Eric Bieniemy in the red zone i feel like i see a new play every week I feel like I see a new play every week. I'm like, oh, yeah, we've been working on that for like five weeks. And they just don't pull it out because they, they wait for that exact right time where they have to go a little off script, where they have to go a little haywire. Right? And then they're like, hey, Travis, can you actually roll out to your left and throw? And he's like, sure. And they're like, awesome. We're going to go ahead and do that in the fourth quarter of a divisional game week 15. And he's like, yeah, I got you. Like, if that happened this season, would it even surprise you? Nope. No. Right? But so... I don't know if it's the play calling duties for <laughs> if Canada has the play calling duties, but but I mean there was no rhythm. I mean, not everybody's built to be a play caller, and that's fine, right? It's creative. There's there's some artistic qualities to it, right? There's some rhythm, there's timing, that you have to set things up, there's big shots. It's not easy. Right? I'm not trying to say that it's easy. But not everyone's a play caller, and at this point, you have to see that and move off of it, right? So look at look at I'll give you another example. Pitt College Football is at the game. They played Duke this weekend, right? They won 28-26, to right? Pat Narduzzi's a really good coach. I think he's a better recruiter than a coach, but he's a good coach. Coordinator's pretty respected, the OC. Um, They gashed off like 7.5 a a carry in the first half against Duke. Could not stop Izzy Abanacanda, the running back, who I think, by the way, is a really good prospect for the draft. But anyway, um, second half, they handed it off like seven times. Well, what do you know? Duke ended up within two points. It was like a two-touchdown game almost the whole way. And what do you know, Duke made it close to the end because, you know, they couldn't run the football and Keaton Slovis is not very good unless it's off-play action, right? Like, people make mistakes. But to sit here and continue to, like, let the mistakes happen in Pittsburgh, like, now you're talking big issue. Like, to, okay, we see that Matt Canada, he can kind of script a little bit, right? First half isn't terrible. If we can keep that going, beautiful. Kind of figured it out a little bit. Nothing on the back end. No adjustments. No feel for the game. No rhythm. No timing. 
Okay, that's fine. Make him an assistant coordinator. Make him some assistant position coach where you can still get his input. Because clearly he knows his stuff, right? That's not the problem. But it's the the timing and the rhythm and the the artistic nature of play calling and play designing in-game and and kind of shifting things here. Like you'll see great coaches, they take a play, they take a personnel and they say, how can we adjust this on the fly, right? This one specific route and this one specific blocking assignment, can we chip here and change this route there to fit this scheme that the defense is trying to play when we are in this personnel, right? There's nothing like that going on for the Steelers. It's it's a little bit ridiculous at this point. So to sit here and, and not try to fix it, now that's where it gets crazy, right? It's fine. If Ken is not a, if not, is not a good play caller, that's fine. Somebody else do it. Please. Please. It gets frustrating. No, yeah, I, I think you said it best with, well, I'm not saying that it's an easy thing to do to be an NFL play caller, but it's just he, not everybody can do it, and he's not the one. So when you see that, you got to be able to move away from that. you got to be able to make right. an adjustment in the front office. Um, you know, there's got to be a quality control somewhere right. uh, in that chain reaction that says, okay, like, th- come on. He's simply not getting it done. I agree. You got you have weapons like George Pickens. I, I don't particularly love Deontay Johnson, but he does all right. I, I mean, you have overrated. different options. Yeah, but you have some different. You have yeah. Najee Harris he's out of still the backfield. Fine. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you have some pieces. You should be scoring more than twenty. What you said the max was twenty three on the uh, season uh, so far before this game, which yes. we got thirty. But I would say the last seven were yeah. garbage time. So twenty three real points. Yeah. yeah. Was there, is our is our max. Um, that's, yeah. that's absolutely disgusting. But, um, you know, week 11, the season in general, has been absolutely insane so far this it's been year. a really so good NFL season. Let's get into some where we were right and where we were wrong with hits and misses. All right, so let's start with hit number one. We'll start with, we'll start with a pretty big, uh, big brand here. Let's go with the Packers, right? I said, and we've said this since the very beginning, right? When we released our divisional predictions, I don't see it with the Packers, right? You lose Devontae Adams. I'm not convinced that Matt LaFleur is like this top 10 coach that everyone says he is. I think Aaron's talented, but at the end of the day, I don't think he, production-wise and contributing to winning, isn't a top 8 to 9 quarterback right now. Yeah. Um, and their defense is, is underachieving, right? And so they go out, everyone's freaking out that they beat, you know, uh, the, the Cowboys. Well, you're at home, you should. And then you go out on a Thursday night on a short week, right? Those are the games that you should win, right? Short week, at home, it's cold. Teams traveling from Tennessee. Yeah. They're beat up on the defensive line. They're beat up in their secondary, right? They have, they're missing an offensive lineman. Ryan Tannehill's first game back from injury, and you lose by 10 at home. Like, that's pathetic. The thing is, their issues... We, we could see coming down the road. 100%. I mean, these yeah. are things that we predicted back in June, July, and August before the NFL started. Yeah. When we were looking at Green Bay saying, hey, like, I don't know how Aaron's going to gel with those new receivers. And they are the same exact problems that we're seeing translate all season long. Um, and it's really, really putting a thorn in the side of this uh, Green Bay organization right now as a whole. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, all right, miss number one. I, I feel like this could be one every week. The Broncos just continue to prove us more and more wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're an abject disaster. I, you look at Brady to the Bucks, home run, Super Bowl. Stafford to the Rams, home run, Super Bowl. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. So do you think Awful. Do you think this is more of an anomaly where a, a great veteran quarterback goes to a team that has some good pieces and doesn't? I would say no. I would say the first two are anomalies. I think overall this is kind of how it goes. Yeah. Right? I think this is... I mean, will you look at... Yeah. I mean, now now I know Russ and, and and Brady and Stafford have, you know, before the move's been more prominent, but, like, 
Look at all the other quarterbacks that have moved around this offseason. Like Baker, disaster. Um, Carson Wentz, disaster. Matt Ryan, disaster, right? right so, but even, this is probably the first one of the top tier that didn't work because you look at Manning yeah. worked, Stafford worked, Brady Fair. worked. But Fair. you look at Russ. So, so I, well, I, I know that I, I still am a big fan of Russ. I think it is, at the end of the day, I think it's a coaching problem more than it is a Russ problem. Yeah. But, but you can't, I can't run from the fact that Russ has been awful too. I think it says more about Russ being not in that tier. I, th- I certainly think he's above the Matt Ryan, yes. um, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz tier. But I don't think he's in the Stafford and Brady tier. I think that's what it tells me. Is I agree. That, is that yeah. crazy? Yeah, I agree. Hit number two. Um, we got a lot of pushback about four-ish, three, three to four weeks ago when we said that the Chiefs were the top team in the league over the then unbeaten Eagles, right? About a couple weeks ago, they were still unbeaten. Um, well, how's that look now? I mean, yeah, it, looks, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty right. I think the Chiefs would mop the floor with Philly if they played tomorrow. I... I think it'd be a two-score game. I don't even think it'd be close. I mean, look, we like Philly. We stay through a talented roster, obviously going to go to the playoffs. I feel better about them than I do last year. But at the end of the day, look, did anybody when they went to the playoffs last year think that's a team that can go ahead and win a playoff game? No, we went to that Tampa game thinking they're going to get mopped. Every time they play a really, really good team, I have the feeling I think they're going to get waxed. Yeah, it, it, they don't give you the same confidence. Like, we talked about it before uh, before the Kansas City game. We were watching it this week, and or I guess last week. Um, and they just absolutely, like, we were like, look, what would it be like to be a Kansas City fan? Yeah. I mean, knowing that you are going into every single game, you got Travis next- Kelsey, you got uh, Patrick Mahomes, you have an easy lock where, what, you... 14 games well, are almost a guaranteed yeah, yeah, I, win I, I, all season. I think I said about 15 games a year. You can almost, like, book it. You're going to have a chance in the fourth quarter to win the game. Insane. And the better quarterback in the game to win the game in that fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah they, they nice. have that stability. I don't have that same feeling when it comes to Philadelphia. No, and I think they're still in that spot where kind of like the whole team is in the spot that Lamar was, like, last year, where you're trying to learn how to come from behind, right? That team... Uh, the Eagles, whenever they get rolling, whenever they're moving downhill, they're up by a score, they're up by 10 points, they can run the football, keep you off balance, better than almost anybody in the league yep. when they're able to do that. If you can throw them off their game and give them a rough first quarter, now they're playing from behind. Now they're down three. Now all of a sudden they're down 13. Get them a little uncomfortable. Now everybody knows Jalen Hurts has to throw on second and 10. Now it's third and 11. That's the problem. And it doesn't with look as relaxed and fluid when when it's in those situations. Right. Like on a third and 20 uh, with the Chiefs, it, it looks like, you know, just so, another down. And, and they somehow rip off 23 to 24 yards. Right. I'm sitting there watching that Chiefs and Chargers game, and I'm looking at my buddy, and I say, uh, if the Chargers score, then you're going to bet the Chiefs live odds because the Chiefs live odds are going to go up to, like, plus 200, plus 250. Yeah. They went to, like, plus 220, I want to say. Like, no other quarterback, another team do you say that, hey, minute and a half left, if this team scores, bet the other team to drive down and win. Yeah. Like, that's almost unheard of. So. But it's almost a lock with Pat. It is a, it is a lock. All right, miss number two. We had a Rams, a Rams Bills Super Bowl prediction. Uh, Bills over the Rams. Uh, I guess, I guess the Bills still could, although I don't think they will. I'm worried that they're too Josh Allen reliant. Yeah, there, without there Brian Dayball, there are some issues. Yeah, um, but the Rams are definitely going to miss the playoffs. And to be honest with you, they suck this year. I mean, yeah. I and that think... was that was out of left field. I mean, I did right. not see that coming at all. I I'm not gonna say I didn't see it coming. I didn't expect it to be this bad though. I did. I did a rant uh, about a month after the Super Bowl. I said, because they're all talking, we're going to bring him back. We're going to sign him. We're going to sign him. I said, be careful about just bringing the band back together, right? Like, yeah. look at Belichick's, you know, run. 
He was always moving off people, probably earlier than everybody else thought they should. But then it always ended up being a really, really good move, yeah. right? So like, be careful about bringing everybody back. And so, I don't know if that's necessarily the problem, but it, it doesn't I mean, look good look, in LA. I, I expected a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, but not, <laughs> not like that. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe first couple games of the season, you, you look a little bit lackadaisical, right? But uh, usually, you find your waxed. way. Uh, yeah, this this just doesn't look good for Los Angeles. All right, hit number three. It was rumored that, uh, you know, like pre-draft of, what was that, 2020? Yeah, 2020. So um, back at the start of the podcast. Yeah, start of the podcast. That, uh, that you know, in the pre-draft, that Zach Wilson is going to be the number one quarterback, and he'll go over Trevor Lawrence, right? He's like, that's the guy that should go number one. I, I, I started cracking up, like, on the air. I was like, uh, that's just insane. That's just that's just categorically insane. Trevor's a unicorn, 6'5". Yeah. 230, mobile, big arm, can run the ball, can throw the ball, accurate. You got a good demeanor, pretty good leader, right? And then Zach is kind of just the guy with a good arm and he's got away with moms. So I guess that's about it. Like, I mean, like, that's kind of what he's got. Like, that's it. Yeah. I that's mean, it. That's about all I've heard in the news about like, him. It's a talent. I'll give you that. Not the kind, the kind we evaluate. I mean, I'll tip my hat to you, but at the end Look, of the day, my brother, you, you can't play football. Respect where it's due. Respect words do absolutely, but, but the, this it, is not translating to winning. I agree, and in the good words of Stephen <laughs> A. Smith, the man is a bona fide scrub. <laughs> All right. Now, granted, he's talking about Kwame Brown, but I mean, still, I think it applies here with Zach Wilson. All right. Okay. Um, All right. Miss number three. Luke is now <laughs> Luke's now three games back um, in the predictions. Uh, I over was the, four. He was four over the break. We had, I guess, three weeks. Well, we had one where he predicted. And then we had the you know three total decisions I guess and uh, I won two of three. He took two. I got one. So you know I'm I'm, I'm still up three. Yeah. Looking to get up one here, but uh, you know we'll I mean, see who I'm wins still on the losing end of it, so it's a miss for me. Uh, but no matter how you cut it, you're gaining ground. So we'll see. A little bit. Uh, a little bit at a time. Hey, doesn't matter. We're, we're, we'll get there in the end. I, we That's got fair. what six ish now. So it's 12, so it's week 12, and then we got 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Including this week, six. Yeah, including this week, we got six. Yeah. So I got time to turn it around. Um, I'm planning on it. We'll see how it goes. All right. um, Yeah, guys, make sure you come back next segment. We will have, just kind of talking through some of the games from this past week, um, what went right, what went wrong for teams, and then we'll go through our top 10 NFL teams, one through 10, do a couple honorable mentions here and there. Um, and then we'll get into our third segment of predictions, obviously. All right, second segment, the issue, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, all right, we're, we got our oh, – well, we so we're going to review some games here, and then we'll have our uh, predictions in the third segment. Um, I'm all over the place right now. Yeah, we have our top ten. We have our top ten. Well, yeah, I don't have, normally lead in. Yeah, we have. Still our, getting back into it. All right, I'm a little rusty. Hey, you got to bump the rust off from the last two weeks. I get it. Uh, but we have our week nice. eleven review uh, to start off with the like four really big games that we felt we needed to come on and talk about this week, um, and then we will have the top ten NFL teams to finish up the second segment in our power rankings, and then our third segment will be all week twelve predictions. So we'll predict week twelve. Bets on a budget for week 12. And Sweet. That's what it'll look like. But, um, yeah, so kind of, I mean, weird games. I mean, we had the, the Raiders-Broncos game go to overtime. See, like that one was interesting, I guess, but both teams are not very good, so I don't care that much. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's not like a big buzz topic to, to talk about. But, I right. mean, at the end of the day, the Raiders finally get a win, I guess, over the Broncos. Right. You would hope they would. Um, the Broncos are that bad. They like, are that bad. The Raiders are where we expected them to be, so yeah. no problems there. But let's go with the uh, Week 11 review. So I guess we'll start 
with kind of the the most resounding victory, right? The um, the Cowboys, what was it, forty to three or forty three to three or something like that? Yeah, it was forty um, to three. Just an absolutely ridiculous game. First of all, I had Tony Pollard in fantasy. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Thirty nine burger. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, we needed that, but from an actual football standpoint, this was this was kind of predictable, right? We kind of saw this going in. At least I did. You didn't, of course. Yeah, Sorry. I took the Vikings. Right, so my point is the Vikings off a really, really emotional victory where they, they were on the field over time, right? They're all the way in Buffalo. You know, it's cold. Buffalo can get physical. Um, that's a back-and-forth game on the field for a while, over time. Then you come back home. You're kind of feeling yourself a little bit. And then comes Dallas, who just got embarrassed, right? That's one of those games in the NFL where the talent is so close together that any little edge that that team can find yeah. can be the difference. And I thought that that was going to be the difference, and it was. Look, I mean, I could – I can see how – I mean, I, I didn't predict the Vikings, but, I mean, I could see going into the game how the Cowboys were favored. But I did not see it being a blowout to that. No, because, I, I, I mean, didn't expect I, that. I thought the Vikings were a lot better, and that's 100%. a big that's a big thing that – kind of raised in my mind like look if the, if the vikings are going to be that team and they're going to come out of the nfc north and they're going to kind of compete in the playoffs a little bit you're going to need to at least compete with a dallas i mean dallas isn't yeah. even close to top tier no i like dallas has a pretty good defense and when they can run the ball like that with tony pollard and zeke now we're talking a top three team in, well, I mean, in the in the nfc yes but that happens once every month maybe once every fourth game i think that's fair to say um, I think a big part of Dallas's defense that I don't like is they're really reliant on a pass rush, and we oh, see yeah. how that can yeah. be uh, an issue with the Steelers. When I'll you say, don't yeah. generate yeah. it, you get burned over the top a lot. Right. I think I think their defense can be definitely can be gashed. I think that's definitely that's still the strength of their team. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah. holding Minnesota three points that's impressive. Um, but I like I don't take I don't take a whole lot from the game. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel kind of the same way I do about Dallas, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it was a good win for them. Minnesota, like, yeah, that's a tough loss. But at the end of the day, like, are they going to go out and win four of their next six, finish atop the uh, NFC North, host a playoff game, and probably win it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think that's exactly what I thought about Minnesota heading into the game. I kind of feel the same way about them now. All right. No, I mean, maybe a little bit shakier on winning a playoff game, but, I mean, they will – be super competitive and probably should win a playoff game. I think so. Too. And that so they're going to be. I mean, the Eagles will be the one seed probably. Two seed won't be Tampa Bay. They'll finish with a better record than Tampa Bay. They'll probably end up finishing with a better record than Seattle too. Yeah. Um. So you're looking at a two seed, right? So you're playing the seven seed in the NFC. That could be like a, a Washington or a New Orleans or New Orleans yeah. if they sneak in. Now, what would really be tough is if Seattle does end up winning that. And for some reason, San Fran were to be a seven seed, but San Fran would have to lose a couple games. I don't. Yeah. I don't foresee them. I think they'll be a five. But either way. All right. Uh, Chiefs and Chargers was another big one that happened. Uh, Mahomes and Herbert. I think it was their fifth matchup against each other. Um, and I think so. Yeah, it was. It's five. Yeah, this was, was five. five. What is it? Her Herbert. I think won one. Is that it? Yeah, he's like. I think he's one and five or one and four. So. Yeah, I don't know. They, they match up pretty well, though. Those are all, they're always it great was, games. It was one of the best, I'd say the best watch of the week. I would I would say um, so, yeah. And it was Mahomes coming back again in the end. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. You're going right. to see it for the next 10 years, minimum. I mean, it's, is that, that's fair to say. It's one of those where you're looking, you're, you're nine minutes out, and you're kind of trying to think about what possession. You're like trying to, 
in your head envision who's going to get the, the last possession. Way- you're like, you're like, okay, it's nine minutes. We have the ball. If we go on a long drive and and we take five minutes off, then we're at four minutes, and Mahomes will take two, and then and then we get the ball relatively like kind of last, the, right? And the, we can burn some clock. The only way you beat Patrick Mahomes by a possession is if the math favors you. Like you have to you have to get lucky, not on the coin flip, but on the math that that time is going to tick down, and you're not going to give him any more than two seconds and no timeouts because um, you know he'll make something out of nothing. We watched him drive down the field in what eleven seconds last year. Was uh, Thirteen. That yeah, was to, I will say though, to be fair, with Tyreek Hill, and he ran it for like a lot of yards. So yeah, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's go. Let's go with the Lions and the Giants. So. I, I've been saying this. Well, first of all, we said this about the Lions to start the year. They're going to be probably the best bad team, right? Like they're not. They probably won't be above 500. They'll be right on the border, right? Somewhere around eight and nine ish, which they're kind of on pace for seven and ten, eight and nine. Look, but they'll be scrappy. They're going to be tough to face. They have a pretty good offense. They can run the ball. Jared Goff with a run game protection is not bad. He's good enough. Dan Campbell's winning some games, and that's what it comes down to. And that's what matters. I mean, yeah. the, the Giants aren't a bad football team by any stretch this year. They got a pretty good running game. Uh, I good mean, running game. Good defensive I, line. I but... would. I will say their record is a bit inflated. Right. I, I think right. it will start to balance out. Like we say, you know, the like, weeks are crazy, but the year is consistent. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks are crazy. Years are consistent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So right. it, I think by the end of the season, it starts to balance out a little bit. But the Giants are not a pushover team. I don't think. No. I mean, I wouldn't say. Like you said, it's definitely inflated. Like, do I think they should? Do I think they're a bad team? No. Do I think they should be more like five and five? Probably. Yeah. Or they feel like more of a five and five team than they do a seven and three team. Either and at one point seven and two. Well, team, a little but... running back tandem duo they got going in Detroit is kind of good. I like that. It is good. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I have Swift on my fantasy team, and Jamal Williams is hogging up all the touchdowns, but that's okay. Um, we live to fight another day, but not good fantasy situation, but good team situation. Good overall. team situation for sure. All right, let's finish off Jets and Pats. So we kind of, I kind of touched on this with Zach Wilson. We're, well, I guess I already, I already got on him enough, right? We already kind of ripped him enough. Yeah. We'll keep this to the fact that <laughs> about the game, right? So first of all, horrific to watch. We were watching Red Zone. I think it popped up. Once? Maybe once or twice. Well, because nobody scored a touchdown until the end. So, no. like, there's nothing. There was, like, no, hey, let's alert you to a red zone. It's like there was only one of them I think game, we so. saw both the field goals to make it 3-3, three, three, and yeah. that was probably yeah. it. I, that was we, it. We didn't cut back in. Um, but the last play, the decision to punt the ball inbounds was something that I thought was a little bit different. So, you're looking at the other sideline, knowing it's Mac Jones and a bunch of below-average receivers, to be nice. Lawn furniture. Sure, lawn furniture, deck chairs, whatever you're going to call them, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure, for sure. Um, and to see that offense on the other side and to not think, hey, even if we only boot this to the 35-yard line, let's get it out of bounds. Let's get it out of bounds, right? And and make them in about 22 seconds drive the length of the field. That would be a better recipe than kicking than it directly kicking it to them, yes. Directly to them, and then they and they return it. On a team who, by the way, has had great special teams for 20 years. Like that's that's a thing. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean I, I thought it was a bad decision. How about Zach Wilson saying no on the podium though afterwards? So did you hear that question and hear the response? What was the question? So a reporter point blank, do you feel that you guys let the defense down? You know, only scoring three points and the, you know they they only held them to three points. Do you think they that you let them down? Zach Wilson goes uh, no no and then walks off. They I had, mean, dude, I, that's bad. They averaged, three points. they averaged two inches a play in I the saw second that. half. You sent me that. That was they funny. They had two total yards in the yeah. second half. Yeah. I mean, How do you know? That, yes, point blank. That's letting your defense yes. down. Your defense held a Bill Belichick 
team offense to, to three points for the majority of the game until a really bad call. Right, it's a bad call to kick it in bounds. Right. But, um, yeah, I'm just like, what are you saying? Did he just say no? I'm like, point blank, yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. Like, scored, all day, 100% of the time. three points. Like, 100. Like, you're missing six-yard outs. You're sailing outs by, like, eight yards. Like, yes, 100% it is your fault. Like, yeah. If I came on here and I just sucked for, like, an hour and a half, and you looked at me and were like, dude. I'd be like, no, it's not my fault. You'd be like, you'd be like, uh, no, it kind of is. A little bit. Guy, like, no, it is. Yeah. Um, I just, it didn't make any Claim sense. Claim your to me. Respons- Take responsibility for things. Have some pride. Be like, you know, yeah, me, but I'll get better, right? Eli it's, Manning it. You know? Right. Eli Manning it. That's a, well, that's what, that's, what, we'll, we'll finish the segment on that. Wise words. Eli Manning. Eli Manning it. Yeah. Uh, or another segment, I guess, just this little, this little discussion here, because we got to get into our rankings. Our top 10. We'll do a couple of honorable mentions too, but um, let's go ahead and start with our, our power rankings going into week 12 of the NFL. So let's go top 10 NFL teams going into week 12. Here we go. Number 10. Okay, number 10. Let's go with the Titans. I mean, they might not be the flashiest team. I don't think Tannehill's the best quarterback by any stretch. They have some injuries. They're not, I don't want to say untalented. It's the NFL. Everybody's talented. But yeah. like, you know. I think flashy is the right word. They're not, like, loaded with talent, but they know what they do well. They run the football. They're going to play good team defense. They're going to be tough. They're all, You're always going to get a really good version of that team. Their, their ceiling might not be that high, but you're going to get really close to their ceiling every time they and play. And they've got right? a really good coach, too. That you... Absolutely. I love Mike Vrabel. I think he's a top five head coach right now. Yeah, we had the TikTok about it during the break yep. while we were off. Um, and we know that really well-coached teams to go along with the bit of talent they do have, and by bit of talent, I mean Derrick Henry. Uh, I, they're a little bit limited at some positions, like quarterback. I don't think Tannehill's going to be, you know, yeah. ever the, the quarterback that's going to lead them down some insane stretch and run into the playoffs and then win a Super Bowl. I don't think he's that guy. But they do a lot of things well, and their coach thinks up some really nice schemes at least at this point in the nfl i mean we see it all over the place with sean mcveigh and kyle shanahan and the lack of it in pittsburgh so i mean the creativity right now you took the titans against every other person that you're going to hear on the rest of this list here's why i like them they could they could 100 out physical and outrun every team that's on this list they could sit there with Derrick Henry and just, and just pound the rock. Possession their way to l- victories. Rush four, still get a pass rush, and just be tough yeah. and, and grit their way to victories over anybody else. That's why they always have a chance, and they're on this list. All right, number nine, let's go with the Cowboys. I Really, really good defense. When they run the ball, they're, they're fantastic. I know people think thinking nine. Wow, they just blew out Minnesota. Yeah, they also lost to Green Bay at Lambert. This, yeah. this is a, a list at the whole season, right? They, they are certainly a good team. Here's what scares me is they have to play their A game for them to have a shot, pretty much. And if they don't, they don't have much of a shot, right? They have to run the ball. They need three or more sacks, right? Ideally, they could, they, they, they need a turnover. Yeah. Um, if you said you're down 10 going into the second half, you already have two turnovers, can you go win the game? I don't think they can. I think that's what it is down the stretch in November and December. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a big issue because those are the types of things that you're going to have to grit out and find ways to victory. Like, the, the end of the season is so crucial because everybody's a win away, and every game matters to the to the point where you, you can't afford to drop games anymore. You, you can't afford to lose those, those 50-50 games. If you want to actually have any type of a shot at any sort of championship game, whether that be conference or the Super Bowl. 
Right, and that, and also going looking ahead at all the other teams above him, all eight of them, I would say at least six of them, more like seven, to, maybe even all eight. I'd rather their quarterback. So in a big game, that's what I would default to. Yeah. So, all right, uh, let's go number eight. Let's go with the Dolphins. So we got Tua, um, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. Right, so loaded with talent. I like their head coach Mike McDaniel. They have a really really nice offense. I worry a little bit about the defense and the consistency. Right, we've seen Tua against good defenses kind of break down a little bit but at the end of the day that's a really good offense well coached team and a good enough defense yeah and i think in their division right now i like them over the patriots i i like them over the jets and i think they can compete pretty much 50 50 with the bills at this point i mean we have the bills a little bit higher up on this list you'll see that obviously because they have but i I still see them having that ceiling where they can beat a josh allen in buffalo yeah um and i think we've said it before Anybody on this list, we can see beating anybody else on this list. Yeah. Well, it's the NFL. I mean, it's crazy. That's that's the good news. I mean, the Giants lost to the Lions. So, yeah. it, it is what it is. All right, number seven. Let's go with the Bengals. Uh, I didn't take a whole lot from this, this latest victory, but here's what I, I do look at is what they've been able to do without Jamar Chase. They've still been pretty productive. T. Higgins has been good. Uh, Joe Mixon's been running the football really, really well. And Joe Burrow's just calm, cool, collected. I was saying this while we were watching the game. I said it's kind of frustrating to have the next Brady in our division where it's just eight yards, eight yards, dink, dunk, dink, dunk, line, uh, I'm sorry, tight ends, running backs, slot guys. And then it's over the top Jamar Chase for 40. So it's like, it's very frustrating. It's a, It has a feeling of Brady where it's yeah. just frustrating. Like you just, there's nothing you can do. The minute you come up, you're screwed. It's so hard to defend, and especially with the horrific linebackers that the Steelers have right now. Um, none of them have looked good in coverage. Everybody's gotten burnt. Uh, it doesn't matter what tight end you throw at them. doesn't matter what slot receiver you throw at them. They're not going to be able to stay on them. And uh, those dink and dunks have hurt the Steelers for, I mean, Years. what, since 2004 when Brady started really just Years. stepping into that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, our number six, let's go with the Ravens. I know it might be a little bit high given that they just barely beat uh, Carolina, but at the end of the day, it's the National Football League. They found a way to win. I like their quarterback. I like their coach. They can run the football. Good in the trenches on both sides. Young in the secondary, so I worry if they got into a shootout. Again, with Lamar, you have a shot. You have a shot. You always do. And, I mean, the weapons around them are good enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they'll make plays for them. And, and on the flip side, their defense, they have a great defensive line. Uh, and they're going to be able to attack you with a good pass rush. They can blitz multiple backers at the same time and still have people in coverage when they bring in those dime looks. So, I... There, there are a lot of things I like about right. Baltimore, and they're a kind of a sneakier team right now. They don't have a – I think they have a deflated record. We were talking earlier about the Giants, how I think they have an inflated record. This is one where I think you know the Ravens are going to rack up some more wins, right. and it's going to be a really dangerous team to face in obviously late November now, but into December throughout the rest of the season. You, you, you could look up, they'll be 13-4, and four, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – wow, all right. Um, all right, number five, let's go with the Vikings. I think they're slightly better because I think they're more talented on the outside. In a weapons league, that's important. Um, and on the, at the same time, you still have Dalvin Cook to run the football. So I think yeah. they're a little bit more balanced on offense with more talent. Um, and then defensively, they do get a bit more of a pass rush with, with uh, Zadarius Smith. And, and they have Patrick Peterson on the back end. So I think they're, 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 they're very similar when it comes to know who they are offensively and some question marks defensively, but most of the time good enough. Yes. Right? Very similar to Baltimore. 
but I think they have better guys in almost every position except for like quarterback. Yes. Now, like I think their wide receivers are better. Dalvin Cook's better. Patrick Peterson's better. Zedaria Smith's better than than anybody Baltimore has. And don't let this past week cloud your vision on what we've seen from Kirk Cousins this year. He's been a really good quarterback. He's been um, just beyond serviceable. He's made some really nice throws, really good plays, and good decisions all year. This past week against Dallas did not look like that whatsoever. Uh, but I think going forward, he's a veteran quarterback. He knows what it's like to come back and have some resiliency from, from a bad game. Uh, so I think he rebounds pretty well. I like the Vikings down the stretch. I do. Right. Sorry. I just, I just like, I can never stand the, the slander of Kirk Cousins. So I, I had to just pull up his stats. I mean, just look, listen to the pass ratings. Okay. This year, if you want to complain, 86. Okay. Oh, whatever. 103, 105, 107, 100, 94. 97, 102. Or, like, those are the last, whatever, seven, eight years that I just said. Yep. Like, Kirk puts up big boy numbers. That just is what it is. Like, I like it or not. Ready? Listen to touchdowns. 33, 35, 26, 30, 30. Like, it's just, it's every year. Okay? Like, he's a good quarterback. No Kirk slander. No Kirk slander. Unless prime time, then we'll slander Kirk. Yes. All right, number four. Let's go with the 49ers. When, the, when healthy and when playing well, they might be the best team in the league. They, they, it's when playing, Look, when they're healthy, they might be into those schemes with, with Debo and then C Mac and how they're able to kind of play off of each other. That is insane. And Brandon Ayuk is almost unguardable. Yeah, he's so quick. He's not unguardable. Mention, not to mention the defense, which will just absolutely tear any offense into pieces. And you can't go over the middle on them because their linebackers are. In, you're not getting anything completed over the middle. It's it's great. They push everything to the boundaries, which is they nice. have a top five player at almost no I would say at every single position group so except for quarterback which Jimmy G though is still serviceable but he's still good it's like a Kirk Cousins almost C-Mac Debo Samuel for the wide receivers yeah George Kittle as a tight end certainly top five yep Trent Williams on the offensive lines top five Fred Warner as the linebacker spot uh Nick Bosa up front and that uh uh Hufunga Hufunga yeah. that safety the is playing like is 100% playing like a top five secondary player DB for sure. From every every layer, yeah. it's crazy. It's uh, crazy. They have been able to acquire talent um, by not overpaying, which is weird though, because they are paying a good amount of money to Jimmy G to be a backup. And well, no, plays. remember they restructured it to oh, like seven did. million they a year, which did. is great. Let's go with number three, the Bills, because I think right now, in a big game, who do I trust? Josh Allen or Jimmy G? I will lean Josh Allen, although it looks different. I don't think the gap is like. Insane. Like, I think Jimmy G can hold his own in a big game. Yes. I'm not saying that he will play as well as Josh Allen. I'm not he, saying... He's not going to take control of a big game like Josh 100%. Allen will. With that supporting cast, he can compete in a yeah. big game with Josh Allen. But I do think Josh Allen makes one or two extra plays, yes. wins the game. Um, and also, I think the defense is better in Buffalo. I think so, too. Well, mm, no, it's close. It's so close. The de- well, right now I, I Matt Milano's out, so it's not it, they're not playing as well. Well, the pass rush is just crazy in Buffalo. The pass though. rush is better. The, 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 the pass, pass rush, rush is, is definitely better, which is crazy to say because you're going that's compared to a Nick Bosa led pass rush, right? But <laughs> so, then you know they have Von Miller and like they they rotate like yeah. six deep that are fantastic. So, um, all right, let's go number two, the Eagles. I I'm not going to dock them a whole lot for the last two weeks. You know, a little bit of struggles they lost, obviously at home, and then not they kind of scuffled by by Indy. This is the NFL. Like, this is kind of what happens around this time of the year, right? Teams have your tape. You're getting into, It's almost you know, like November. dog days of the summer when in yeah, baseball, like, you get into the July, August baseball. Dog days of, the like, the winter, right? Yeah. It is what it is. It's tough. 
But when they can establish their running game, when they can get physical, when they can run the football, play action fake, that's a tough team to beat. That's a really, really tough team to beat. I still like their roster like a lot. I think it's top three roster. I think right now with the momentum right of the season, that's a really good team. Now I will say, their schedule's really easy coming up. Like really, like I mean, just and their speed on defense is what surprises me. I just want to say that how fast they can get to get to the ball carrier. You're not getting any yards against the Philadelphia. So they have they have Green Bay, but it's at home. That's I mean that I I don't consider Green Bay even a top fifteen team. No, I think they're closer to twenty. They might. I, so that's I would consider that an easy good. game. Yeah. Now then they have to host the Titans. That's not great. Go to the Giants. Which what do they do against average quarterbacks? Swallow them, right? Easy. Uh, and then they go what to Chicago again? Another young quarterback. I think Chicago has the right momentum, but I don't think they're a good team by any stretch of the imagination. No. No. And then they go uh, to Dallas, which will be tough. But there's three games that are super winnable. Super winnable. At worst, you're looking at 13-4, and four, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, they look really good. So. All right. And at number one, of course, the Chiefs. I, I mean, Pat, Nobody's Patrick beating. Mahomes. It, it's so hard to, to put them anywhere other than one. Right? I mean, you have, you have the best quarterback in, like, in the game, you're not going to lose by a possession. It's almost guaranteed. You're right. not going to get waxed and absolutely have your defense fall apart because they just don't. They they bend. They don't break. Right. Um, and you have a pretty good running game. You got some well, so, you really good weapons for Patty to throw to. I that's mean, it's, what it's so hard to take them from one. That's what surprised me about the other day. I watched a drive where. They just ran the ball like six straight times and just move right down the field. I'm like, they can do it when they want to or when they need to, right? Yeah. That's what's different, I think, about Buffalo. The Buffalo, when they need to run, when they really want to run, they can. Uh, Kansas City can. And you look at their schedule ahead, right? So they have the Rams at home. That's easy. That's a that's a win. That's a lot. Now they go they go then uh, they go to Cincinnati. That's not great. But then three straight wins at the end of the year. They go to Denver. They go to Houston and then they host Seattle. I like Seattle a lot, but at Arrowhead yeah, they're in December, crushed. they're getting like the, crushed. The only reason they lose that is if they're resting starters. That's it. That's the only way that they would lose that game. Yeah. Yes. I mean, at that point, if they had like the division, the conference locked up. Yeah. So they have the one seed, obviously having the division, and then they have the one seed locked up. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, absolutely, you would rest. Yeah. But that's the only way they lose that game. Um, all right. Well, that's our top ten. Let's go back through it. Uh, we'll start at one. Chiefs, Eagles, Bills at three. Then we got the Niners at four, Vikings at five, Ravens at six, the Bengals, Dolphins, and the Cowboys at seven, eight, nine, and finishing off with the Titans at ten to round it off. You can check out the graphic um, on our Instagram. What is that? The issue podcast or the uh, underscore? The underscore issue podcast. All the links are in the description yeah, of the episode, yeah. though. Wherever you're We've gotten listening. so lazy. We used to we you, we used to know them like just right there, and now we're just like, yeah, it's in the description. Yeah, I, I used to. Uh... To pay attention to like each one, but there's like a little bit of a difference in each. Well, because you, you know? go on, you try to get the username, and it's like, oh, it's taken. Whatever. Well, I think you can buy the username is what it, it, it comes down to. Might have to. Um, later on. Well, so who sets we... the price on that? The guy who currently has the username? Um, I think it, it goes up. If you want to dispute that, I'm pretty sure it goes on Instagram as like it to, as an auction. And there's somebody from Instagram that like... It's almost That's like an option to get it. You have to offer a specific amount or something. But, you know, maybe that'll happen after the pretty big rollout that we have coming up in the next, I don't know, two-ish weeks. So, 
we'll just leave you guys hanging on that one. But we'll be back in the third segment to do all of the predictions for week 12 as well nothing. as bets on a budget. Yeah, you're not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. It has to be a surprise. It's coming out soon. So, uh, yeah, I guess follow that link in the description to everything. Stay up to date. But we'll be back. Third segment coming up next. What's up? We are back. It is the third segment of the issue here on Thanksgiving. We have all of the predictions for this week. So we have the three games um, for later today, uh, Thursday, and then we have all of the Sunday and then Monday games. We will give you our predicted wins, losses. Hopefully I can gain a week here in the in the little competition we have going. I'm down three. Uh, need to pull that back soon before it just gets mathematically impossible to win. Um, and then we will have bets on a budget to close out this segment. Slim margin of error this week. There's only one split between us. Look, there's not a lot of games that I think are, are go-either-way games this week. There's there's usually a They're lot in the NFL. Cut. And now here's the thing, though. This will be the best weekend because there will be like nine crazy games with four upsets. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, yep, I thought I knew the NFL. I don't. So Yeah, next week will be uh, – it should be pretty funny reviewing. I feel like there's going to be at least a couple here and there that we that we get wrong. Right. Um, there, there's. I feel like there's especially the Bengals Titans game. I will get to the prediction that's coming be, up, that, but that's, I feel like that's one that could go. But that's I, a I go feel either way safer because it's like I, I I need these wins right now. I need that's a go either way going. game. I would say the Raiders Seahawks are is going to be close, and the Falcons Commanders maybe. But I mean yeah. those are. I don't know. All right, let's start. We'll, we'll, let's just get into it. We'll go ahead and start. Um, we'll start with the, th- the Thanksgiving games. Uh, you know, starting here pretty soon, actually. Um, Bills and Lions here. So, Bills going up to Detroit, uh, fair by nine and a half. I'll go ahead and take the Bills. Um, I think you are as well. Yes. At the end of the day, they're a better team. I know they've, they've been struggling, and the Lions have been playing well, winning three straight, but I don't think even on their best day the Lions are on the level of the Bills yet. No. The quarterback play is not there. The weapons aren't there. The trenches aren't there. So I think the Bills are a much better team at almost every phase. Um, they're just more ahead in the process. I think the Lions are showing improvement, but they're not on the Bills level yet. And the Bills have a Josh Allen while the Lions have a Jared Goff. So if you're just going basic, like we pick based off quarterbacks a lot, uh, you're going to go Josh Allen the Bills about 100%, 100% of the time. All right, let's go with the Giants at the Cowboys at 4.30 today on Fox. Um, Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are a better version of what the Giants are. So I think both teams need to run the football, establish yes. the run, have really nice front sevens, especially front fours. Uh, you know, the defensive line, pass rush, yeah. right? You know, the strength of the team, run game, pass rush. But I think Dak is much better than Daniel Jones. So they're going to make – they make a couple more plays. They're also more talented on the outside. Um, now, but I think both foundationally the same team, but I think the Cowboys do it a lot better. Yes. Now, I do think it can get – it'll get pretty interesting because this is still a, a good divisional matchup. you got the, the Cowboys um, on Thanksgiving. It's going to be – I think a pretty tight game. I don't see this one being one where they blow them out. I don't. I I, I see them putting up a little bit more of a fight than the Vikings. I'll say oh, that. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I mean, at 9.5 for a divisional game is kind of crazy. Um, so we'll, we'll roll with the Cowboys. We'll get to some bets later. All right, Patriots at the Vikings is the night game here tonight. Um, we're going to go ahead and take the Vikings. Look, good teams yeah. that get embarrassed. We all know how that they do. Um, they're going to bounce back. They're going to play good. I'd imagine Kirk looks a lot better tonight. I think they're going to try to establish the run with Dalvin Cook, give Kirk some defined reads. I think it's going to probably go pretty well considering Kevin O'Connell's a smart coach. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the Vikings—they're a better team, and I think they have—they're going to have a little bit more fire 
uh, you know, this week. And then watch a little bit too for the Patriots on a bit of a bounce back. I mean, scoring three points as it is is not normally a New England thing to do. Right. Um, all right, let's go to the Buccaneers at the Browns. Uh, so I, you can make an argument for the Browns just because the pressure that they could get on Brady, but I do yeah. think Tampa Bay is much more talented, and I think that their defense is going to get pressure on Jacoby Brissett more than they're going to get pressure on Brady. I think so too. Um, so I'll go with the Bucks by you know about a touchdown. Yeah, I like the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, okay, finally our split here: Broncos at Panthers. <laughs> You're still riding with Russ in Broncos country. That's right. I, I, so who's even starting for the Panthers? Is it Baker? I'm sorry, i got to click on the little icon here so it shows me. So right now it looks like P.J. Walker, but who knows? It could be Baker. Um, I don't feel great about any of the starting quarterbacks. Um, I think we're both kind of in the same spot. Where we're like, wow. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to pick, but we're not going to feel good about it. At this point, he's like, I'll take the Broncos. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll be different. Screw it. We need to split. So, you know, I'll go with the Panthers. Plus, I... I guess at least they show some. Like there are games where they show some fight, especially offensively. Like they put up thirty something against Atlanta. Like yeah. they did embarrass Brady. Like they show flashes. I don't think I've seen a single flash from Denver. That's why I went with Carolina. I like Denver enough and their defense enough to kind of keep that Carolina uh, BB gun offense at bay. Um, uh, that's that's going to be a struggle. Keep that offense at bay. I'll tell you what. Uh, but I mean, I don't see it being much better for for Denver either. Can though. they contain my boy PJ Walker? I, that's going to be the headline storyline of the week, I think. All right, Falcons at Commanders. We're both going to go Commanders. Uh, you, you could argue me into Falcons. I think if, if it was in Atlanta, I'd probably take Atlanta. Um, but it being in Washington, I'll roll with the Commanders. I think Taylor Heineke's got that baller in him. He'll probably lead him to and they, know, they got the defense, win. too. Yeah, good defense. Marcus um, Martin. I think they've what? About against that. No, no, I actually was going to start him, but I dropped him. Uh I don't, I don't think it will either. I actually had the commander's defense. They got me 19 last week with that pick six. Yeah, that was nice. So, yeah, we're going to hope hope that they can do that again. We'll see. Um, all right, Bears at the Jets. We're both going to go with the Bears. The Jets are actually favored by four and a half at home. Um, but here's the thing. Matt Eberflus, you saw what he did when he went to New England, what he was able to do the young quarterbacks, uh, Bailey Zappi and Mac yeah. Jones, completely baffled him, right? I think he's going to do a lot of the same things to Zach Wilson. That's what I'm thinking. And then Justin Fields will run all over him. I think so too. I mean, it's just going to be. That, that's another one of those good. games where I, I just really, I really don't like either, either? of the two. Yeah. I mean, picking those, it's going to be that's that's a toss up. That's going to be a good game, but it's going to be a toss up. Yeah, I'll take the Bears by 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 a bit. I like the Bears. Uh, Bengals at the Titans. Look, it being in Tennessee. Now this is going to be like one of the games of the week. Gives them a shot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Can't wait to watch this game. It being in Tennessee gives them a shot. I'll say that. It gives them a shot. But I do think that the Bengals are a better football team. I like their quarterback better. I like their weapons better. Yep. Offensive line is a toss-up. But here's the thing. I know that the Titans will run the football. Cincinnati can also run the football, and they can throw on the, uh, throw in behind it. So yeah. I think the combination of that is better than just the Titans running the ball. I think so, too. I mean, you look at it – you. Having two ways to win are a lot better than one. Um, yeah, and right, right, plus, right. once that defense only has to key on Derrick Henry, makes it a I lot mean, easier. You're not going to be able to really get guys open in the first place. And I like Ryan Tannehill a little bit. He's okay, but he's not the kind of guy that's going to beat a Cincinnati in this spot. Let's go with the Ravens at the Jaguars. Both take the Ravens here. Um, Jags are good. Not on that level, though. Their offense has been kind of. <laughs> They're not winning this. No. 
Uh, it's, not. It worries me how little points uh, Baltimore put up against the Jets. No, or, uh, Panthers. Or the Panthers, week. yes, yeah. the Panthers. Um, I, I mean, like, look, they, you should not be doing that. I don't think that's going to be the same story against Jacksonville, but Good Baltimore, Baltimore has the... They found a way to win. I think they caught a little bit of whatever the Steelers had a couple years ago, where they just, or not even a couple years ago, just all the time. The Pittsburgh <laughs> logic, where you just play down to the level of your right. competition all the time. Right. Uh, I feel like they have the tendency to do that, but I still like the Ravens over the Jags. Uh, Texans at the Dolphins. Dolphins win very easily, moving on. I mean, like, look, Texans are bad, Dolphins are good. Uh, Seahawks hosting the Raiders. Again, you could argue me into the Raiders, but I think it being at home and Seattle's off a bye. What do we know about good coaches off a bye? They're very good. Yeah, and, they're very good, right? And, and Pete Carroll is really good. And it's the Raiders. They're bottom of the division. Are they off a bye? Am I crazy? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thought I was tripping myself out there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right, so the Seahawks off a bye. Um, good coaches off a bye are really, really good. Pete Carroll... We've had our doubts about him in the past, but I think he's a good coach nonetheless. Um, and I think the offensive coordinator is really bright. So them with extra time to prepare, I think that's that's an easy one for me. Yeah. Uh, Chargers at the Cardinals. Um, I think the Chargers, they're going to bounce back. The, the Cardinals have not showed they can no, compete like that yet. They're not good. They're not good. And also, I don't know if Kyler's even going to be healthy. I said, I said I like Kyler, and I think I'd pay him. But I don't know what I would pay him because I don't know what I'm getting from him week to week. It's almost hard to – like if we were to do a quarterback ranking of the entire league. What, I, do, you, I would, what do you do with Kyle? I would have no idea where to put him because there's days and there's games where he plays and he looks like a top three quarterback. Like, oh, my God, I've never seen a quarterback do that in my life. And then there's the, like the next two to three weeks that follow where it's, oh, my God, he might not even be a top 20 quarterback. Here's, here's exactly where I'd put him. I'd put him in the category with like Jalen Hurts. Um, I'd probably throw Justin Fields in there, and I'd throw um, Tua maybe of just guys that I don't really know yet. I need to see more. Yeah, like I, I need to see. I need to see a lot more. Maybe need, even a Trevor Lawrence, but I think Trevor Lawrence yeah, even might be a level yeah. below that. I don't know if he because I I don't think. I well, think I'm Kyler not even is... talking skill, though. I'm just talking if I had to group yeah. them based on like a right. common denominator. I mean, right? bottom I think line, I Kyler is not the guy. Well, he's not the guy that's going to like win a Super Bowl, but I think he's like better than most quarterbacks in the league. Yes, but he's not beating Jay Herb. No, he's not, he's not beating Jay Herb. Like, I, I just need to see more. I need to see more consistency. I need to see more availability. He's hurt yeah. five weeks a year. And the other ones, he's playing caught. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> double XP weekend. All right, Saints at the Niners. Niners are favored by nine and a half. I like that line, by the way. Um, being at home, I think they're going to run the football pretty easily, and uh, I don't think the Red Rocket is going to go in into San Fran and, and lead the Saints over the Niners. Not against that roster. No. no. Rams at the Chiefs. That's the Chiefs by a lot. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, that's I think that's I'm not sure easy. what the Rams are anymore. I don't really know. That That's a great point. <laughs> I think that's I don't a really even good know line. Think about them. Because I don't even know. Is Stafford even playing? <laughs> Beats I, don't I don't know. I thought, That's the thing. I don't know about the Rams. I thought Cam Akers was like banned from the facility. Next thing you know, he got some carries <laughs> last week. I don't. I have no. You're right. I have no idea what they are. It's Cooper Cup. It's the Los Angeles Cooper Cups. But Cooper yeah. Cups on IR. So who are they? I don't know. We'll figure it out this week after they get absolutely waxed by the uh, by the Chiefs. <laughs> I messed up. Funny go. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right, Packers at the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Um, it's in Philly, so I'll take... I mean, even if it was on the road, I'd probably still take Philly. Uh, I, I like them better in the trenches, and I think Aaron, when faced with some adversity, doesn't respond well, and I think he's going to see some adversity this week. Pressure in his face, probably going to throw picks. They have a good secondary. Going to be down. Can he respond? I don't think he can. No. I'll take the Eagles by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, Monday Night Football, Steelers at the Colts. We're both going to go Colts. Psych. We're going Steelers, baby. <laughs> I've bet against the Steelers too many times. I need to be able to root for the Steelers when I sit down and watch them. I need to be yeah. able to pull for my boys. So we're going to manifest this victory. Yeah. Steelers are going on the road. Monday night football. Kenny Pickett lighting the world on fire. Um, burning Lucas Oil to the ground. And that is when they are going to start their tear. They're going to win the rest of the game. Somehow sneak into a wild card. Fight through the playoffs. And of course... I'm putting the rent money on the Steelers never losing a game the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm going uh, Steelers Super Bowl, stay away to seven this year. No, I'm kidding. But what I am going to throw some money on are these next five bets. We got two spreads, uh, two money lines, and then we actually have a player prop this week, one of our first player props in a while. So uh, without further ado, let's get into bets on a budget. All right, first bet here of week 12 bets on a budget. Let's go with the Giants plus nine and a half at Dallas, right? So Dallas comes off this really 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 good win that, that's a that's a damn good win for dallas yeah comes off a big win and conversely the giants come off a, a tough loss one that they would like to forget about in the nfl i said this before that was the reason i picked dallas going into minnesota that can be an edge for a team plus i think brian dable is a good coach and a good coach off a bad loss kind of like a good coach off a bye good yeah. coach off a bad loss is really really good um, generally speaking, right? So yeah. I will take the Giants plus nine and a half. I'm not sure they're going to win. I think I still like Dallas to win, but I like the Giants being able to cover the spread, keeping it close, putting themselves in a position to win the game. And late. let alone, I mean, nine points is a lot of points for a divisional game. Yeah. And, and yeah. one that's supposed to be pretty close anyway, in, in my head, I, I thought it would be close. Yeah. Apparently Vegas wants us to make some money this week. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, let's go with Seattle minus three and a half versus the Raiders, right? So the yeah. Raiders, again, another super emotional overtime win, divisional opponent on the road. Seattle coming in off a of bye, rested. Pete, a really good coach off a of bye. This feels like a like a nice 10-point win. Pete kind of dominates with the defense a little yeah. bit. Geno makes a couple throws, right? They win like 21-10 type of field, right? That That's what it feels like to me. I'll take Seattle over Vegas. I like that too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go with Pittsburgh. On the money line, they're plus 122 at Indy, right? So that's okay. plus money at Indy, um, and I, I think it's worth the risk, right? Indy I, has shown me nothing that they can compete with even a Steelers team. Right, and I know they competed with with the Eagles and they beat the Chiefs, but I think those, like you said, those are anomalies. I, I mean, think. those are not. That does not happen all the time. And Matt Ryan, that whole system, it just looks like everything, everything is hard to come by. Everything um, is tough, and I, I, it's just one of those games, you know. I this is a lot of hunch here. This is just one of those, you know what? which I feel like a lot of money lines are, where it's just you know, hey, we're going with a hunch here. But these are good odds to make money on a money line. Yeah, absolutely. Plus one twenty two. If you're like plus that. money, you're good. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go Chicago. Plus one ninety four on the money line at the Jets. We both like Chicago outright, anyway. Yeah. So I said, screw the four and a half. Let's just go on the money line because they're plus one ninety four. You're going to make a little bit more money. I mean, if Justin Fields can do half of what he's done in the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the Jets are averaging, I think, under twenty points a game offensively. So yeah. I think the Bears can put up more than more than twenty. So I think that's. I like Chicago. I think Justin Fields is much more dynamic than Zach Wilson. Um, and like I said, Matt Eberflus. 
has been able to disrupt these young quarterbacks. He made Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi look terrible. I think he can do the same to Zach Wilson. And finally, our player prop, the fifth bet of the week. Amon Ross St. Brown is plus money. He's plus 125 as an anytime touchdown scorer. Um, Game starting here in a little bit. Plus 125 touchdown scorer. Bang it real quick before you know before the books close for the game. Amon Ross St. Brown plus 125 to score. Look, he's their top weapon through the air, right? TJ Hawkins is gone. He's their top, and I would argue only legit weapon through the air. Yeah. He's gonna get looks. He's gonna get looks. I think he'll you know at least be able to score. I don't think he's gonna go off by any stretch. I think he'll be able to get in the end zone. I like that. I mean, he's on my fantasy team. I know he's on your fantasy team. Absolutely. I'd love a good touchdown from Amon Ross. I'd, I'd like a touchdown. I'd like uh, a couple more too. But yeah, I like that. Um a good prop bet. Always good when we can throw a prop bet in to bets on a budget. It happens yeah. once in a while, but when it does, Feels good. it's fun. We've been doing a lot of over-unders lately. You know, I, I, every time I see a good prop bet like that, like I feel like Amonra plus money is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I know that they're a running team, but I think I, I think it's crazy to say that he is plus 125 just to score, right? That's just – I feel right. like you can throw that into a parlay and you're good to go. You know, it's like just like an easy leg, but yeah. it's still uh, – a dog, so it's going to make you some cash. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to run back through them again, we got the Giants plus nine and a half at Dallas. We have Seattle minus three and a half at home versus the uh, versus Vegas. Um, Pittsburgh plus one twenty two on the money line at Indianapolis on Monday night, and then Chicago plus one ninety four on the money line at the Jets. And of course, finishing up with that Amon Ross St. Brown prop bet at one twenty five to score anytime. Yeah, I like that. Um, either way, that is all we have for you guys today. Uh, pretty good episode. If you are just watching this standalone uh, video for bets on YouTube, go up, check out everything that we have posted there. Uh, we got our full episodes, everything cut up on YouTube, and then we got our TikTok. Uh, Tim is in charge of that. Uh, great Bring content going up there this week. And then we got Instagram, Twitter, all of the usual stuff. You can find all of those links in the description of the episode, no matter where you're watching or listening. It should be in the description right there for you. Either the link tree um, or the website, either one will take you where you need to go. But guys, thank you very much. Like I said, we have a lot of news coming out for uh, the show as a whole, just kind of the steps we're taking uh, in the next, I'd say, two to three weeks. Three weeks being, I mean, pretty... The, the maximum actually right uh so stick around make sure you're subscribed make sure you are following us on multiple accounts so you don't miss anything and that was the issue